you know, we are blessed with the supply of natural gas in this country and in the long term to develop nuclear power. Less than 20 years ago, France got over 75% of their power from nuclear. There is no excuse that a country that lost two world wars should be so far ahead than we are in this country. We can do it. It requires American jobs, American ingenuity. We can become energy independent, secure, and have a cleaner environment tomorrow if we had the political will and people were informed to do it. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's and speaking of being, uh, it's almost like a religious cult. And, and you know, I've I've called these guys cults before uh, on online and Twitter. It's like almost they they want us to they want us to to be bogged down in the in these in these nonsense of uh, of trying to get these renewables. Just shoot shoot ourselves in the foot and just to impress other people in the world. Which it really doesn't. It it really doesn't make any sense, and it doesn't uh, it doesn't garner any respect from anybody else. All no, it, it does is making them feel good. No, and, and that's right. It's it's empty virtue signaling, and worse, it ignores the actual science. I want to read you some data actually, because I, I want to get to the pros on nuclear power oh, yeah, yeah. just just quickly to show you how fake a lot of the concern is about you know nuclear power versus others, or about re- over reliance on wind and solar to the detriment of others. So. I mentioned that uh, nuclear power is 100% clean, right? The only byproduct is steam and then the spent fuel rods of which I discussed the volume. It's actually cleaner than wind and solar over the total life cycle. According to the European Union, wind and solar release four to five tons of carbon dioxide per annual electric consumption for 160 people. Coal is 820 tons, nuclear is three tons. I mentioned that nuclear is 100% reliable. It's not weather dependent. It runs 24 7, 365. That cannot be said for wind and solar. And we can get to the winter storm uh, you know, later on and discuss the, you know, the, the uh, efficacy of wind in that and how that actually helped lead to, our, our, you know, to the power crisis that we had. And nuclear is also one of the safest sources of energy. If you, again, according to the same European Union data, For every 27,000 customers, coal causes about 24.6 deaths when you consider asthma and and the mining process. Natural gas is 2.8 deaths, nuclear is 0.07, and wind is 0.04, and solar is 0.02. So it's marginally higher than that. And then there's a very small footprint for nuclear power. Uh, You know, like I said, anyone who's driven in West Texas has seen acres and acres of kind of ugly wind turbines that are kind of marring the, the pristine landscape. You know, folks have seen solar panels, which are very hot and reflective, you know, placed all over like entire mountainsides that render that entire area inaccessible, not only for human recreation, but also for animals to go through. And so, you know, according to the Sierra Club, this is not, you know, this is not, you know, Wall Street Journal, Fox News data, millions of migratory birds and animals every year are killed by the propelling wind turbines, as well as by the hot reflective solar panels, a lot of birds actually fly into them. That's not to say we shouldn't use them. It's to say, be realistic about what the costs are. But if you look at the amount of footprint compared to a nuclear power plant, in order to create the exact same amount of energy from one nuclear power plant, you would require 75 square miles of solar panels, just to give you a sense of like the amount of energy that can be created from such a small place. And so, yeah, it is it is bizarre because if you really cared about, if you cared about two objectives, or even if you just cared about one objective, if you cared about American workers, okay, you'd, you'd be pro-nuclear. And then if you cared about being pro-environment, 
and wanting to be as clean as possible in a sustainable way, you'd be pro-nuclear power. So it's telling that a lot of the environmental lobby, even today, is still against nuclear power. And it's, it's, it's beyond, it, it cannot be explained other than kind of a cultish devotion to wind and solar at the expense of everything else. And, you know, as the world develops, as we develop and use more electric vehicles, uh, we're going to need a sustainable power grid. And right now, the majority of our grid is uh, not the plurality of our grid is powered by natural gas, but we still get a good component of it from wind. And that's fundamentally unreliable. So if we want to increase the reliability and overall the conditions for the development and uh, adaptation for the use of electric vehicles, which I'm all in support of, and battery recharging technology, which is all necessary, we need a stable grid. And the only way to have a stable grid is, like I said, natural gas, which can be, which is scalable. When, when more power is needed, you burn more natural gas. Uh, when uh, the problem is with wind and solar, if you need more power, you can't just huff and puff on a wind turbine and blow it faster. You can't like get out your flashlight and sign it, shine it on a solar panel. It's not going to work. Thank you for checking out this clip from the Free Mic Podcast. You can check out the full episode on rumble.com slash freemiclive where I post my podcast episodes and commentary. Or you can listen in through Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Red Circle. Please consider to give us a like and a follow as well as sharing my videos. Thank you. Everything is not